0: Enjoy!
1: Welcome to The Bar, Business Authority Radio. Craig Williams. Got Neil. How are you doing, Craig? And we got a special guest this week. uh, Terry Johnson, old good high school buddy of mine. Um uh, You let us know if you like this format, and uh, we 're not going to get rid of Terry, but uh, we won 't continue it if it 's not what you think so send in your questions, concerns, and we 'll take care of answering those in the in the future so uh, let 's get let 's get moving we 're going to deal with a little of the old and the new, and that 's more of a conversation of the words we use now uh, in the world of uh, marketing today and Terry Johnson.
0: Uh, has owned the innovative Want to know the coolest thing about St. Pete Clearwater? We'll give you a hint. It's not the beach. It's Central Ave. This is St. Pete at its funkiest, foodiest, and most fun. It's where street art meets sidewalk cafes and one-of-a-kind boutiques, where everyone is welcome, even dogs, and where the coolest craft breweries meet the city's hottest nightlife. So think outside the beach. Get to know St. Pete's coolest street and experience. Marketing Group, founder of the Innovative Marketing
1: Group for, for some time. Uh, Terry, tell me a little bit about what you do, why you do it, and um, what inspired you to get into
2: the business of uh, marketing. Great. Well, first of all, good morning, Craig and Neil. Thank you for having me on the Bar Show. As you mentioned, that I am the founding principal of Innovative Marketing Group, which is a marketing firm that specializes in strategic planning and marketing management over the 20 years we've been very fortunate to build our practice from a small boutique to a player that has made some differences in the world of marketing starting with the america's cup from the olympics to the super bowl to major automotive such as porsche and bmw um, and even american express so when you talk about the world of marketing we've seen it change dramatically uh, where one thing that's been constant is how do you engage the customer how do you make sure that your product or service is relevant to that customer as far as a transaction occurring we know about traditional marketing as it relates to advertising public relations but in this world today of digital age it's really that touch point of how does social media make the difference our attention spans have changed uh, where we relied on those 30 to two minute commercials to really engage and in those opportunities at a, an event or a place now is the smartphone how do i get that attention that content to be relevant where you continue to click through, but I only have 10 seconds. So it has changed when you talk about the world of marketing. Um, and to be ahead of the game, you got to understand that it's more of not only the engagement, the relevancy, and then how do you differentiate yourself at the end of the day. Wow. So it sounds like
1: a lot of uh, behavior needs to be studied. Um, and that's where I, I've looked at. Uh, I've been selling and marketing and building brands for a number of years myself and what I've seen is the change of our behavior you know it's it's you know the 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 industry has had to change based upon our like you said attention span Mm -hmm. and I think you know I don't like to use this word lightly or this acronym that ADHD I think we all have a form of it now because there's something (laughs) always going off some tweet or or uh, excuse me some sound Uh, since they're not sponsoring the show. Um, (laughs) uh, Some sound or some type of distraction always coming to get our attention. And um, Neil's background uh, really, you know, deals with a lot of that behavior science uh, when it comes to SEO. Neil, touch on that.
3: Uh, Well, taken away from SEO for a minute, I think marketing in general has stayed the same, the basic principles of marketing have stayed the same behaviorally, but I think the media has changed. Mm. So there wasn't Twitter you know, 20 years ago. That's correct. But the same messages still need to be put forth to the same people because we still think the same way as we did 20 years ago. The The emotions that make us buy or connect with something, they're still the same. So I think it's not necessarily the marketing part has changed, but definitely the media in which it's delivered has mm-hmm. changed.
1: So, so we're still, there's still the sales and marketing department mm-hmm. uh, and now I think that there's a lot more of, de- you know, it used to be all in one area. Now, you know, there is the sales department mm-hmm. and now there's the marketing department. Uh, uh, back in the day, that's where all the money went. You know, the marketing, it was like, what can you throw up against the wall and see what sticks? So they had the, the endless budgets about like um, our developers now for our websites, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always, there's not an end to ever putting, you know, <laughs> when, when you build a site, it's, you're, that's, a, that's a revenue stream for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's so right. That's so true. Always, that is so true. It's always yeah. changing. So it's shifted to now um, sales is the accountability part of the marketing and vice versa, I would think. I mean, because whatever you market, there has to be something tied to it to show there's an ROI. And the sales is what supports that. Um, So how does authority and how has authority, um, with the word authority, that's a new buzzword that we've used a lot more now. Um, How has authority changed the landscape in how we market and how we're marketed to?
3: Well, You know, authority, like you said, is the new buzzword right now, but, you know, it's something that's been used throughout uh, marketing. Um, You know, obviously we think of the authorities as ABC and NBC and these big news channels that have built those authorities. And, you know, Google has taken a look at these guys now, and they're saying, okay, well, these are the top players in the market, so I'm going to give them more authority and more recognition when it comes to ranking. And this is where the, the SEO comes in. So it's getting harder and harder now for the local mom-and-pop shops, um, for the local dentists to get on the first page of Google because you've got all these authorities up there, like you got your Yelp and the Home Advisor and uh, the Yellow Pages. So it's really important for these local businesses now to use these authority channels that are already established to get their name and their content and the information out in there. Well,
2: well, if I may chime in, I, and more simplistic, it's about subject matter experts, as Neil yeah. uh, alluded to. In traditional, we think that large media companies are the authority of this is where we know. And the reality is we're saying is typically that authority sits with that that entrepreneur or that, that growing business and understanding what's the best platform. And as he mentioned, uh, with the Googles and these other uh, platforms, sometimes we get caught up in that's the authority, but it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. How do we change the behavior and how do we change the engagement? Because that authority may only serve as the platform, but that's not the means of all means. I think it's very important to have someone such as Neil, you know, that understands that piece and says, okay, I can migrate you through that maze that's, that's been set, but it's really about position you correctly, or how do we tell what you bring to the market? And that's the key. Of, you know, be going beyond the authority of these platforms, but having someone such as Anil that has the expertise to help move you forward based on going through these uh, these medias that we're talking about, much larger than that.
1: So Terry, tell me this. that I'm glad you brought that up, that subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when you started Innovative, uh, the Innovative Marketing Group, uh, was that a something that you know, you, you dwelled upon pretty much because I know you position yourself. I mean, I like the innovative marketing group. Seems like he had some insight uh, back then. That's a timeless. I mean, when you say innovative, that's always new. That's mm-hmm. that, that, so you're pushing forward already. That brand itself speaks to a legacy or it's really green, mm-hmm. you know, because it is it, not as as timeless as. Some of the marketing companies I've heard, you know, it seemed like it was faddish. Whereas this transcended, so you said 20 years ago, yeah. you were, uh, had the, the notion to be innovative even in your marketing. Mm-hmm. But how does subject matter, those
2: subject matter experts, what did that look like back 20 years ago? Great question. What we talked about 20 years ago, and you're right, the word Innovative Marketing Group really talked about the I was to inspire. Mm. Uh, The M was to motivate or to imagine even more, to motivate the imagination, and the G was for growth. So that's how we came from it. Um, Back then, it was about doing it when no one else was doing it. You you hear about these driving experiences. When we first came up with that concept with BMW, back in the 90s, that everyone's doing now. It was, people are not going to the car dealership, let's bring the, the dealership and the whole experience to them, but beyond that, who's that customer? Let's get them in an intimate setting where we saw we understand what your tastes and preferences are. They're still doing that. It's something that we do today that we did with Porsche. So it's something that was relevant back then. It was about the authority was let's do something that's different that allows you to differentiate yourself in that particular market or industry. So when you talk about the authority today, it still is how do you do it different? We talk about this whole media. You got to push through. It's so much clutter. It's, and that's what I call it. It really is. It's so much clutter. So and noise. Yeah, <laughs> and clutter noise. and noise.
1: It's like an attic. It, it really uh, yeah, is. The attic in your house. <laughs> yeah. Now there's storage spaces. <laughs> you have to <laughs> Because our attics were full, we get storage spaces. You have to have to buy more memory for your storage so you can even have more bleeps and tw- Not
2: tweets, but twits or n- sounds <laughs> right. coming out of your phone. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But it was really about... What we talk about back then and still today is doing something that's different. Um, one of the greatest things that I think about, and, and this is some time I'm going to push myself, is the Super Bowl. When We worked with Atlanta back in the day, and it was the look. How do we engage the city with the Super Bowl? It was beyond the game. It was how do we do the pageantry out the city? Yeah. How do we do experience for so someone who might not can afford that 500 $600 ticket but they're excited at the Super Bowl is in town. So it was about engaging the businesses. And yeah. it, it, it goes from there. So it was something doing something different and pushing through. So I'd say the key word is engagement.
1: I mean, in all of it, in, in all marketing, is how do you engage? How do you touch, mm-hmm. literally touch? And uh, when you talk when you talk about marketing then and now, it's, it is consistent. I mean, um, our behaviors are different. We have... And I think one of the behaviors is we have a greater appetite to be touched, even though we don't know that. Mm-hmm. We have a greater appetite to be touched, and it's the touching of our senses, our subconscious. When somebody sees the ABC, NBC, CBS, what does that do to me subconsciously, you know, as opposed to, you know, just knowing that, yeah, he wrote a book, or yeah, if it's not a bestseller, the bestseller has a different effect on you than he wrote a book, Right.
3: Right. You know, uh, I think emotionally people want to get attached and and have that experience like you're talking about. And to to touch on what you're saying, uh, Terry, it's that differentiation Mm -hmm. between, you know, uh, I'm looking here, uh, you see Starbucks in every corner, but there's 13 dentists for every Starbucks in America. Wow. So the question is, <laughs> the question is, how does a dentist draw people from, I mean, there, there's got to be a dentist on your street corner. There's, a, there's that many. So how does a dentist draw people across even a 10, 20 mile area to pull them to your office knowing that you're going to pass probably 10 dentists on the way there? You've know, you got to do something different and have that experience mm-hmm. you know people will pay a little bit extra and they'll be more committed to staying with you longer when you create that experience for them and that's definitely what you're touching on with what you do in your business mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so are you saying that we need to have um, Starbucks with you know like a dentistry in the back or something like that because <laughs> it d- doesn't that stain your teeth if you drink a lot of coffee I, I think te-
3: Starbucks may be a lot of the problem <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So
1: interesting enough, um, tell me, um, the difference in, I mean, I know back in the day, if somebody wrote a book, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, if somebody wrote a book that meant a lot in marketing because they were considered authority, even though they weren't throwing that word around, Right. they were whatever the subject of their book was, they were the subject matter expert yes. in that. I mean, and that was a subconscious thing, but now that's at the forefront to be the subject matter expert on something so that you can be considered so that you can be separated from the others who are in your industry Um, tell me some of the things that were different outside of writing a book back in the day how did people separate themselves you talked about you all created experiences you're always innovative but tell me some of what your competitors did a lot of that you saw was it kept on being so mundane that you said when are they going to stop doing that and then you saw there was a transition in the in the day
2: Well, that's a great question, because what was so consistent was the conferences, you know, Mm. speaking at a conference, you know, being a keynote speaker, sharing an idea within the uh, American Marketing Association, that we're going after certain awards, and it was the consistent thing over and over again, you're right, and at some point, it became so mundane, it was the same thing over and over again, Um, and people sometimes get a tagline that that made you an authority. But I think as you talk today, and as as Neil uh, alluded to it, authority goes beyond that. It really is about how do you really understand the subject matter at a higher level than everyone else? Why is it that you're the best person to kind of lead the new ideas or innovations, or what's the best plan or method? Um, Authority is bigger than just because I speak all the time. Yeah. Yeah, You know, just because I won this award all the time. It, it goes beyond just because of the book. Yeah, the book might be the platform in which it allows you to be able to show why you are the authority in it. You yeah. know, you've got to have those twos there. And, I, and so I commend, you know, Neil and what he has to offer because when you talk about authority and you want to make sure you're f- first of share shares, I call it, in, in an industry, you got to make sure you got those right twos behind you. So when I sit down with a customer, yeah, I can talk about, the 20 plus years I have in marketing, the, my client base that I've done those projects, you know. So there's a default of some authority, but without, in today's time, you know, that's, then. But in today's time, well, what makes you the authority? We go back to what other platforms have you been put on? Why yeah. we haven't seen you there? And I think when we talk about the program that that Neil has put in place, you know, even for me, someone it, it, with my, it's something that I need. You know, I go wow. That's different. We just talked about it. It's that, it's that part that differentiates me, you know, and who I am as a professional, but also as m- my firm in this
1: industry. Yeah. Tell me some of the changes that you've made in the last year in regards to you, you were you were doing business this way for a for time, and you see that there's a, another way that you want to do business. Tell me um, how you see that um, really catapulting you
2: forward. So I'm gonna make a joke. You hire more young people, <laughs> these millennials. I mean, it's so tech savvy. So you step back and give them the opportunity. Have the right strategic partnerships. You know, I sit here today and knowing where Neil sits as an expert, that's a partner that I've gotta have. If I wanna stay competitive in this market, that's the one I, I wanna have a partnership with. So when I come to a table with a current or a prospective client, my, my bag looks better and fuller because of the expertise that I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the matter in which we communicate is also different you know it I told people you just can't measure on what a website is you know it has to be on the content that you've done you First know? impressions help yeah. yeah 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 so it, it goes back on understanding the times it's, it really has changed I mean to be very honest with you so that's the difference today yeah
3: yeah so speaking of that as well with the the times being changed and I think when when people, in business have tried to get that authority themselves they're always trying to push forward and this is what almost every business owner does when you look at a a plumber you search for a plumber online Mm -hmm. you know the first thing that they're going to say is been in business since 1985 or (laughs) been in business for 20 years serving the community people don't really care about that it gives you a, a little bit of authority but people want to know that, first of all, you are author- an authority, that you can solve their problem, right. and that you're willing to help. Mm-hmm. And by producing content that answers those questions, that's what's going to engage people now. It doesn't matter what you did really 20 years ago. It's, you know, what you're doing now, and are you speaking to the needs of your customers now? That is so true. And that's, I think that's what positions you as an authority over anything else.
1: What do you all think are some of the, uh, you know, kind of thinking ahead? I mean, because now, you know, back in 1912, they didn't have, began in 1912. It seems like there was a trend where the date that you started or were founded, you know, and that's different. When you started or you founded, if you needed more time, we thought about this two years before we, we started. So let's go to the founding day. You know, that was a, that was the only, the early days of authority tell you the truth mm-hmm. you know how long you did something consistently equivalent to like a degree well, I've got an associates so that mean I put a couple of years into something and
3: I, yeah, but the th- the thing is again it goes back to what does it really mean to your customer now uh, yeah 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 uh, I mean somebody can come into any market with a little of uh, competency and position themselves and this is what you're talking about is all about the positioning. You can position yourself as the authority using some of the tools that we have access to, yeah. and you're putting yourself out there. And you know, I got down here. Publish or perish. You know, it's mm. the ones the ones who are publishing, not necessarily only a, a book or something like that. It's being in newsletters and being able to send it out to their clients. It's the ones who are publishing. That are the ones that are being talked about. You're right staying now. relevant. If you're not yeah. relevant, exactly nobody nobody knows to call you. Yeah. So you know, publishing content and doing it all the time, not just a, a one-time thing, is what you need to do. Now, talking about the the book again, uh, the book shows everlasting authority. You know, the the bu- the book is something that uh, is never going to be thrown away. It's mm. you know, we talk about it, it's. Uh, luxurious biz- business card but a brochure yeah, yeah <laughs> right you you never throw a book away you know business cards you might lose them you might get thrown away, but a book never gets thrown away in fact, one of my um friends in the agency um was telling a story the other day of uh he wrote a book ten years ago and it was his mentor mm hmm. And the me- he gave it to his mentor, he signed it. Well, now this guy has gone on to become a billionaire. He has a massive business. And that book's still sitting on that guy's coffee table as you go into the office. Yeah. And another billionaire right. that he had in the office, and you know they were talking to each other, was sitting there, picked up the book, and started reading it. And this is 10 years ago. I mean, it's a legacy, that book piece. Yeah. So it's really important to publish Mm-hmm. and uh, get yourself out there.
1: I would agree with you. Side note, too, and, and, and you said it uh, It was signed copy. Yeah. And I've seen authors a lot of time, it, it, they look at it as a tedious chore. Uh, but that, that signed copy also is, is, is that personable touch. That is a form of marketing that helps people hold on to them, too. Because it's, it's, it has some type of value when the signature, especially if that person is gone...
3: Yeah, it's, you know? so it's that emotional connection.
1: Yeah. Then. So marketing has a lot of legs and arms. It does, and, and <laughs> um, I, I don't see marketing going away. Um, I don't see marketing uh, being the. I, I see marketing as constantly evolving, as it as it always has, and uh, in our business, Neil, and uh, authority marketing, and and being partnered with the Pro Business Channel. Um, I think the tools that help us separate ourselves is that we see ahead. We see the trends of the past. We see the present trends. Uh, But we also see that you could create something different with different tools in a way that is going to be lasting. I mean, a lot of what we're doing now is not only creating a platform for people to have a voice, but for them to convert that, as we say, converting conversation to content. And real soon, uh, we'll be offering the opportunity to convert that content into cash flow. I mean, uh, it's very important for us to have the sales and marketing teams lift us up and promote us. But we have to have the consciousness as business owners and entrepreneurs to think of sustaining. And you have to have that flow. You don't want to stop that flow, you know. And just like we used to put a lot of money in sales and marketing and it's it, a lot of that has been refined in the sense that there are tools out there that track your, your pr- progress. Mm. And people talk about ROI all the time. Um, what we like to do is work on the conversion side as opposed to creating your audience. We like to deal with people who have done that body of work, but need to help need help in getting to a greater audience.
2: Um, Tell me, Terry. Tell Bef- me, Terry. Go I, ahead. I think before you lose, that is so key, and that's what I'm dealing with. We deal in the analytics so much. Okay, I want to look at the data. I want to see how are But how do I convert that into measurable dollars? And the fact that, you know, that's what you guys are doing. Like you said, you have the foresight to see where the future is. That's that space. So if I am a business owner, small, medium sized, or even large enterprises, yes. that's the differentiator. And I would jump on board and say, these guys are offering me something that's very unique. You know, we, we, yeah, we've made the investment in our sales and marketing strategy and yeah. programs and we're doing data analytics because when you talk about marketing, there's so many segmentations on yeah. that. And like you're saying, I got all this data and I want to convert it, but how do I convert it to dollars? And you you guys are getting ready to answer that question. That's big.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I look at it, uh, I think we're in the experiential age. And I think if we're not creating experiences, mm-hmm. what you built, um, uh, the the TM, uh, the IMG group, uh, or the innovative group, mm-hmm. innovative marketing. You try that. Try that three times, please. Just go in and try it. It's not as easy as it sounds. We used
2: to go by IMG. IMG.
1: IMG. <laughs> man, IMG. Sounds like, oh man. Say that for me, uh, Neil
3: innovative marketing group No I am No I like IMG. They, No no say
2: innovative marketing group in Neil's
1: <laughs> I love it <laughs> Say it again Neil. Say say it again Innovative marketing group <laughs> Oh my goodness yes yes I
3: got a voice for radio <laughs> Yes <laughs> <laughs> And
1: a face for it No I'm just joking I'm just joking Um but it's the engagement and the experience and that's what I I've, I've always liked to engage people never met a stranger I don't think in my life And the experience that we have and if we don't create that and 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 that was something Terry has done for 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 years that's why he has had those the 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 Porsches and the, the those large brands where somebody i mean did you have anything to do with what they did that at the airport or have you been down to the uh, Been down
2: to the airport was not a part of that um, but knew it was in plans years ago um, but it's a beautiful facility um uh,
1: well I'm going to give you credit a little <laughs> credit for that I mean because if they weren't doing what they're doing now before you you know you know, thank you. So, so thank I'm you. giving Terry yeah. credit. So Porsche, you know, you might want to look him up again, and thank you. See you know, see see, see what we could do about him, <laughs> and, and, and maybe we'll have you down at the bar,
3: and we could talk <laughs> yes. about
1: how we can create more experiences to engage uh, future uh, uh, Porsche uh, owners or prospective Porsche owners. Um, any closing remarks, um, Terry Neil, that you'd like to, to 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 bring up in regards to the The here and now the past and the present of marketing uh and utilizing authority marketing utilizing that uh value that you build up all these years that's the thing i like to deal with i mean we don't do any manufacturing of our clients content we don't do any manufacturing of um their value we do engineer that into something though and
3: Well, I I think a a lot of what we do, and uh, I think you had this conversation yesterday, um, a lot of what we do is we pull people's authority out, but like I was touching on earlier, people, they want to talk about themselves all the time. And that's not necessarily trusted when you're saying, well, I did this, I did that. Um, You know, people don't trust the person who's saying it, but they do (laughs) trust that third party. Mm. So... When you have other people talking about you on your uh, on your behalf, it doesn't necessarily look like advertising. You're you're not self-promoting. You know somebody else is promoting you, and it's so much more effective. Yeah. And and that's you know what we are doing. And we had the conversation yesterday about the native advertising. Um. You know, are you familiar with native mm-hmm. advertising, mm-hmm. where they they do the the ads on Facebook, and it's really like a story. It's a story that draws you in and gets right. you to read the story, and that's when you figure out that somebody has authority because they've been positioned as that subject matter right. expert. Right. So you're you're not tooting your own horn. Yeah. You're having other people talk about you, and especially if you have these authorities like the ABCs, NBCs, CBS talking about you, then um, you know that's what positions you. Uh, in that position of authority that's gonna get you business in that way.
1: Yeah, the timeless proverb that I like to quote is, uh, is it's better to have another one speak on your behalf than you, and even better if you can get a stranger. And we love the strangers that we get to speak on your behalf, you know, uh, and everybody's very knowledgeable
2: and, uh, of those strangers. Terry, close us out, man. Well, I'll close. We started the conversation about marketing where it is today compared to tomorrow and where it's going in the future. One thing we felt we all agree that engagement is key mm-hmm. at the end of the day. How do we engage? How do we break through? Um, and having platforms such as uh, the authority content, having agencies such as myself that understand that is what allows us to provide our clients or position our clients to be in a position to see them as an authority to move their business forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so marketing is always relevant; will always be relevant, and it's the one thing that drives revenue to a business, not takeaway. We're not accounting; we're not operations. Yeah. We bring the business in. There you we go. Get the customers, and we keep them. So marketing is always important.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, let me. Well, tell me about your website. Um, how
2: can we get in contact with you? Um, there's a couple of websites. Um, www.invmarketinggroup.com is our, our core. The other one is fullcirclegroup.com, which is my production video media piece with uh, my new partner. Um, and then my baby, and I didn't plug it, but I'm going to plug it at the end, Field of Dreams Academy, my nonprofit that brings it all together when we talk about making a difference for the future. FieldofDreamsAcademy.org. Dreams Academy. So those are mine, and that's how you can get in touch with me. Awesome.
1: And we'll have that at the site, so... Come back and join us at the bar, Business Authority Radio, and uh, let us know what you think.
0: Want to know the coolest thing about St. Pete Clearwater? We'll give you a hint. It's not the beach. It's Central Ave. This is St. Pete at its funkiest, foodiest, and most fun. It's where street art meets sidewalk cafes and one-of-a-kind boutiques. Where everyone is welcome, even dogs. And where the coolest craft breweries meet the city's hottest nightlife. So think outside the beach. Get to know St. Pete's coolest street and experience centralave.com.